Louise Bedford here. Just before we kick off with today's show, I wanted to let you know that for one week only, you can get up to 84% off a selection of my most popular trading education products available through tradinggame.com.au. Make no mistake. Your financial future is in your hands. So check out the audios, videos, and study courses that I have available at tradinggame.com.au. Now's your chance to develop your skills as a trader for up to 84% off, but only for the next week. Let's get on with the show. Caroline Stephen here, financial journalist, imposter syndrome, part two. Every person you admire, every person you think kicks butt is overcoming the imposter complex and so can you. Last week's episode featured part one of Tanya Geisler, leadership coach on the 12 lies of the imposter complex. And in today's episode, we have part two of Tanya's interview where she gives three strategies to move from feeling like an imposter to owning your own authority. We also hear Louise Bedford speak about overcoming self-doubt and the Dunning-Kruger effect in mind power and how a robust trading plan can overcome any lack of self-confidence in the markets. Way back when, when I had a real job, I remember that the guy that was sitting beside me ended up getting a promotion that I'd put my hand up for. Now, the difference was in the interview for that role, when asked, hey, what do you think you can do here? Do you think you can do this job? He said, yes, of course, I'll be fantastic. And I said, well, I'll do my best. Now, I still remember having to phone around to the people that I had as direct reports to say that this peanut was going to be their big boss. It was heartbreaking and it really hurt my ego. But I'm sure you will have had your own experiences and it is something called the Dunning-Kruger effect. Two guys, Dunning and Kruger, they were psychologists and they looked at skilled performance and confidence. Now, what they found is that before going into a test, some people on the extreme of the spectrum, when asked, do you think you're going to go well, they'd say, oh, look, I don't know, I'll, I'll do my best, I'm not really sure about this, I'm not that great at doing tests. And then straight after the test, they'd before they got the results, they'd say things like, oh, look, I'm not really sure, I kind of made a mozza of it, I didn't answer question 20, I'm not really sure how I'll go. Interestingly, contrast that with the other end of the spectrum with the incredibly confident people when asked before the test, hey, how are you going to go? They'd go, I'm fantastic at taking tests. I know this subject. I'll ace it. Straight after the test, they'd say, yep, did everything right, didn't put a foot wrong. Now, what Dunning-Kruger found is that the very, very confident people had in actual fact, blown up their test results. They hadn't grasped the concept. They had no idea what they were doing. Whereas the very underconfident people were often the ones that did very, very well. 
I think in the corporate world, it is when you get promoted to your own level of incompetence and you can't go any further. Now, how does this relate to the share market? With share trading, a lot of this is an internal mindset game. The very, very confident people can sometimes totally blow their results out of the water and not in a good way. If you are struggling with overconfidence, it means you're likely to overtrade. And as the study by Barbara Nodine has shown us, overtrading leads to lower results in terms of return. So what's your overconfidence? But what about if you're on that other end of the spectrum where you are experiencing self-doubt and you're not sure whether this is for you and you don't really know whether you have what it takes? I want you to take heart. It makes no difference how you feel inside. What makes a difference is that you write an effective trading plan, you educate yourself, you surround yourself with the support of mentors and a support group, and that you execute your plan. Your level of internal confidence has nothing to do with your results. So if you have self-doubt, you're probably right on track. So you want to experience fantastic trading results, but you're not sure how to upgrade your skills. You need Talking Trading Gold. 24 months of in-depth interviews with market wizards. Go to talkingtradinggold.com.au talkingtradinggold.com.au Tanya Geisler is a leadership coach from Toronto, Canada. She is a world-leading authority on the imposter complex, and this is part two of our interview together. Today, Tanya gives three strategies to look the beast in the eyes and overcome it so you can move from feeling like an imposter to owning your own authority. Tanya, I'd like to talk about three strategies or any strategies that we can use to overcome this complex. So I speak about um, on my TEDx talk that I know that you've linked to before. So thank you for that. I speak about a continuum. It's actually not quite a continuum, but it is a process from moving like feeling like an imposter to moving into feeling like an authority. Uh, so there are six steps to that. But I think what's really important that we drill into today, or at least uh, um, bring some attention to, bring a little oxygen to, are the three strategies very specifically related to the imposter complex. Um, and those are really overcoming it starts with breaking it down into its elements. So there are three attributes that we've seen by listening to those lies. The first is that it sets us up for failure and it's trying to keep us out of action. The second is that it's uh, having us not trust our capacity and then it's also trying to keep us alone. So those are the yeah, those are the three lines. Um, not trusting our capacity. Oh, sorry. In in order, actually, sorry. We are set up for failure, keeping out of action. We are not trusting our capacity, and we are feeling isolated. So the three strategies, and I mean everyone, any article you've ever read or any book where it even touches on this, they're going to uh, point you in one of these directions. And in fact, I would hazard a guess that anybody listening who has any who's brought any consciousness to 
dealing with the imposter complex has done some variation of these three. So in the first instance, uh, where we are out of action because we are being set up for failure, we need to meet the critics. We need to meet them and hear what they are here to tell us. And in this way, I'm talking about three different kinds of critics that show up that keep us out of action. The first are... Um, Realistic objections. There are things that feel insurmountable uh, as we are moving into that next edge for ourselves. There are some realistic objections. There are some logistics that we need to just get handled. Uh, Then there are also the inner critics. These are the beliefs that we have self-talk that we are uh, that we are listening to more so than the voices of reason because we can't discern which is what's what's real and what's fiction but when we really get still when we really listen deeply we can we can feel into which ones are realistic objections which ones are the inner critics and then the third category of critics are actual people there are actual people in our lives that might say you don't belong here we need to deal with them in a very specific way uh, those aren't imposter complex beliefs, but they will, what they're saying will show up in our inner talk. So we need to get super clear about what we're hearing uh, and meet meet the critics and then deal with those in a very stepwise fashion. Okay? Yep. The second is uh, where we're not trusting our capacity. The strategy here is show yourself what you can do, right? Be your own standard of excellence. Comparing yourself to your colleagues is not only going to constantly frustrate you, it's also going to hold you back because your focus will have shifted. So this is really about doing an internal scan and an external exploration of all that you are uh, really absolutely knocking out of the park right now. So but that's a stepwise. It's important that we go internally first before we go externally because we can be so hooked on the praise and criticism that people offer us. So it's really important that we fortify our centers first by doing uh, you know, a complete audit of everything we've ever done. Even if it doesn't feel related to our current experience, every time we have stepped out into a new space, every time we have filled, uh, I think about this in the context of, you know, filling that us-shaped hole in the universe. Every time we've stepped, we've, you know, we've stood our sacred ground uh, and shoulders back a little bit more. These are times that we have expanded. And these are what we need to be reminded about again and again and again. Which, by the way, is why I speak about celebration a lot in uh, the Step Into Your Star role work I do. The reason I speak about it is celebration roots us into those moments where we have overcome something, but we have so many beliefs about what is worthy of celebration, who gets to celebrate, um, et cetera, et cetera. But part of celebration, part of, you know, doing a, 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 a scan at the end of every day to recognize all of the places that we were really, truly excellent, even if it doesn't relate specifically to the thing that we are struggling with right now. It is a, you know, I, I did that. I went to that new part of the city or I, you know, I got my, <laughs> I don't even know what it could be. It could be a, you know, I, I won that pitch would be a really, really huge thing to acknowledge. But of course, um, I wrote the pitch. I decided that I was going to do the pitch and you know, just really rooting into on a daily basis. All that we have done helps to, um, 
exercise strengthen our core so that when other people are offering us uh, accolades and acknowledgements, we're more able to receive them because we're feeling we're coming from a more rooted place. So this is really important for us to complete to to root into proof positive. You know, what does the record show about our capacity? The third is uh, where I say has you feeling alone. So the strategy is to get social. Assemble your cast. Who can you trust? Uh, you know, we t- I hear this all the time, you know, with people, particularly on teams, and they say, I trust my team with my life. So why can't I trust them with praise? Why can't I trust them with acknowledgments? This goes back a little bit to the bolstering your authority thesis. They have not done the internal work themselves to be able to receive it. Uh, but this is, you know, really important that we have people around us who can see the fullness of who we are. And there are lots of different ways we can assemble the cast. You need to find your own way into understanding if you're better one-on-one or if groups are more helpful to you or if um, masterminds or, you know, so it's really about assembling the right group of people for you. And if you're serious about overcoming the imposter complex, then be revealing about these lies that, uh, trip you up these attributes let them know what your tells are let them know which lies are the ones that stop you the most so that you can have some accountability in and around where it shows up for you so those are the three strategies like, like i said absolutely everyone including you you've you've done this maybe you just don't have the words for it meeting the critics bolstering your authority thesis and assembling the cast. These are the three things that, you know, when you are applying them in a very conscious way, you have every, every chance to overcome the imposter complex, which you must if you're going to continue to put your good work out in the world. Do you have any final words that you can say in a few sentences to finish this interview with? I just think it is so important that we recognize that we do have choice here. Uh, Just as much as I think it's really important that people feel into the fact that they're an incredible company. Uh, Every single person that you admire, every single person that you think is, is absolutely, you know, kicking ass and taking names, they have experienced it because you admire them. They have strong values, integrity, excellence, and mastery. So they have experienced this as well. And they are overcoming it in the very same ways that you now know how to do it. Tanya, if people want to book in with you for a session, how do they do that? And what sort of sessions do you offer? So they can find me at tanyageisler.com. That's my site. And there's work with me. I have three different ways I work with people. Um, The truth of the matter is I don't tend to work with people for a really long period of time. They tend to come to me for very specific. uh, I know that I need to shift this mindset. I I know I need to get into and under something. So that's a spotlight session. So we work for 90 minutes. And then we follow that up uh, about a month later or whatever is of service to them about uh, for another 60 minutes. It really depends on on what the thing is that people want to work with. So that's the spotlight session. I also do one-day intensives. I do those virtually or in person. If anybody's interested in coming to Toronto, yes, uh, we can do that here. And then I 
also do offer monthly coaching um, where we would meet twice a month for a period of time. Once again, I have very few people that stay for a long time because what we do is so deep and and so um, it shifts very quickly. Uh, So there's no real need for people to work, you know, beyond my whole, you know, my whole thing is my job is to make myself obsolete, you know, give people the tools and off they go. Um, and this is, this is what I do. Well, Danny Geisler, thank you very much for giving us the tools on the imposter complex this evening. Thanks for your time. Loved it. Thank you. And Tanya is offering a 50% discount for Talking Trading listeners on her starring role playbook. To purchase a copy, go to tanyageisler.com forward slash Talking Trading. Stay tuned for next week's episode as we hear from mentoree and trading elder Stephen Warden on how the markets have been for him over 2016. I'm Caroline Stephen. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to TalkingTrading.com.au with Caroline Stephen. Make sure you are subscribed to this website to receive the very latest market views, commentary and expert opinion. Tune in next week as we've got a bumper show planned. Bye for now. The views represented on Talking Trading are general in nature and do not take into account your objectives, financial situation or needs. Before acting on any of the information, consider its appropriateness in regard to your own situation.